ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Doug Brown. Ravens offensive lineman John Urschel retires today at age 26. His decision comes just two days after the release of the latest study on CTE in football players. Urschel told HBO in January that his passion for football outweighed the risk of head injuries. Urschel is working toward his doctorate in mathematics at MIT. Patriots tight end Rob Gronkowski will start training camp 100% healthy. Gronkowski missed most of last season, including the team's Super Bowl run with a back injury. The Nationals put Steven Strasburg on the DL with an impinged nerve in his right forearm. He'll miss his next start on Saturday. Strasburg had to leave Sunday's game against the Diamondbacks after just two innings. Today, the Nationals off to a quick start. They lead the Brewers 5-0 in the third. Bryce Harper and Brian Goodwin each with two-run homers. Also in the third, the Indians lead the Angels 1-0. The A's lead the Blue Jays 3-0 in the first. The defending world champion Cubs are in first place alone for the first time in two months. They'll play the White Sox tonight. Experience why for nearly a century men have trusted Barbasol for a close, comfortable shave. Whether it's extra moisturizing with vitamin E or soothing aloe, all you have to do is sit back and bask in the glory of your close shave. You're looking good, America. You're shaving with Barbasol. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. Live at Redskins training camp where it is 101. The team done with their morning walkthrough. They'll be back on the field in two hours for their first full practice of the season. You'll hear from head coach Jay Gruden coming up at 245 this afternoon, part of an expanded sports huddle with Bob Black. Coverage all day on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Also live ESPNRichmond.com and the ESPN 950 app. Washington Nationals in action right now as they wrap up a series with Milwaukee. Currently the score 5 to nothing with Washington in the lead in the bottom of the third. Bryce Harper hit a home run to give the Nats an early 2-0 lead. He's now 2-for-2 two two and has a career-high 19-game hitting streak. Squirrels back in action tonight as they open up a series at the Diamond with uh, Erie. That first pitch is at 6:35. John Rostein of CBS Sports reporting that Virginia will take on Monmouth on November the 19th. It will be part of the NIT preseason tournament. You're up to date now on the Richmond Sports Center. 102 the top, live at Washington Redskins training camp. Mitchell Brownlee on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. You are listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins training camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Today's coverage is brought to you in part by our sponsor of the day, Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Just a few blocks from training camp. Stop by for award-winning hickory smoked barbecue ribs, chicken, and signature pulled pork sandwiches. Voted best barbecue in the city of Richmond, the state of Virginia, and soon to be the South. 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street, or online at buzzandneds.com. Pig out at Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue as we give back 10% of food sales to our Helping Hams charity each Monday. Stop by for Buzz's award-winning hickory smoked baby back beef or mouth-watering spare ribs every Monday night between 6 and 10 p.m. this month. Benefiting the Keep America Beautiful Foundation, whose mission is to engage and unite Virginians to improve our natural and scenic environment. For more information, log on to buzzandneds.com or visit the original Buzz and Ned's at 1118 North Boulevard in the Fan or Buzz's newest location at 8205 West Broad Street in the West 
You're listening to live exclusive coverage from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com and on the ESPN 950 app, available for your Android and iPhone. This is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. Buzz and Ned's Wheel Barbecue, just a few blocks from training camp. Stop by for award-winning Hickory Smoked Barbecue Ribs Chicken and Signature Pulled Pork Sandwiches. Voted Best Barbecue in the City of Richmond, the State of Virginia, and soon to be the South. 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street, or online at buzzandneds.com. Hour number two of the Midday Show, ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Thanks to uh, Buzz and Neds for sponsoring the Midday Show. And, of course, if you are downtown, you want to go to Buzz and Neds for your barbecue needs. We're literally right around the corner, so why not? You can probably go there, bring your food over here, and eat over here. Uh, they certainly will allow you to do that here at training camp. It is quiet still as we are now in the in-between session. This is rare for us, Andrew. Usually we are like the the, the show that's – Right at the end of the morning, and then we've got some quiet. But now we have all quiet for our two hours. Yeah, it's uh, the opposite of what we're used to. I kind of get used to the nonstop action portion of it. You forget the cool-down period is here. Luckily, it is cool literally, though, so... Yes, if you are planning on heading down, uh, there's time and room for you here at uh, at the uh, tent. And um, we uh, certainly have plenty of room for you here, and you can, you know, stop by. There's plenty of uh, vendors to hear. See, I wish the... Uh, the mics are not on across the thing, so I can't beg for free dipping Dots. That's right. Like you, I did last year. You had a racket going on last year. You were just literally on the air talk about dipping Dots, and one of the kind folk from that kiosk would wander over here. With exactly. It. So I'll have to figure out another way to be able to get some free dipping Dots. But uh, coming up this hour, we will play you part of uh, Kirk Cousins' press conference. Uh, we'll also go around the league a little bit. There is, uh, you know, one of my favorite things to do before the, the actual offseason begins, or at least before this part begins, is go over all the rosters in the NFL and kind of figure out where our local guys are, the Richmond kids, the kids that were born in this area, the kids that went to UVA, Tech, Richmond, uh, JMU, William & Mary, Virginia Union, all that stuff. So Andrew and I will kind of give you a couple guys that we're looking forward to seeing and seeing how they do in their training camps. Also scheduled to stop by part of the NFL Network, Charlie Casserly is scheduled to join us at 145, uh, and we'll talk about this Redskins team, and we'll talk about his time with the Redskins and uh, some other stuff as well. So he will certainly be joining us at 145. We've got time for you. 6220950 is the phone number, 6389508 is the text line. Tweet me at midmajormat at AWOLESPN. Uh, after the morning walkthrough, Kirk Cousins uh, stopped by the podium. And, um, you know, of course, Kirk Cousins, one of the first things asked about him was if there was any misconceptions about him during the contract negotiations. I don't think so off the top of my head. I don't know of all the misconceptions that are out there, but uh, I feel good. I'm ready to go. Uh, I've been feeling good the last several weeks, and I believe we've done a good job communicating between uh, myself and the team. So we're all on the same page, and uh, we've done everything we possibly can do to, to, uh, you know, get that settled and move forward and then move forward. Um, I think we're all in a good place right now, and uh, we've got enough to worry about trying to get our offense playing at the level it's going to need to to have a great season so that I can be back in future years. Kirk, obviously you're a guy that knows just how good he is. What was your reaction to Jordan Reed landing on the pup list? Um, you know, thankfully we're, we're still about six weeks from week one. So one thing I learned last year, and I said it in OTAs, is that while this is really important, the uh, Week one, the regular season is what really matters. So we just got to get Jordan ready for that. 
Parker, I think you said last week uh, on the radio that, that you wanted to kind of that you evaluate after a bunch of changes. What are you looking for to see in this training camp, in this season, out, out of this team, out of this offense, out, out, out of everyone? Well, it's a process. We're building towards week one, so uh, don't need to have it, everything perfect day one, but uh, uh, we need to be building. We need to be taking steps. We don't want to repeat mistakes. Uh, when mistakes get made, we want to correct them that night in the hotel, learn from them, and then be able to uh, the next day be that much sharper. So that's what it's all about. Just keep stacking the practices on top of the meetings, on top of the walkthroughs, and be a much better football player in early September than we are in early August. And that's the way it'll always be, and that's why it's a process. I think it's just a uh, reminder that um, this isn't my Super Bowl, if you will. It's a process getting to week one, and then that's when it becomes what what matters. In the past, training camp was my Super Bowl. I didn't know if I was going to be on the team, if I was going to be the backup, the third string. So every day in training camp was determining my future in this league. Um, that's not the case as much, whereas every day now in training camp is building a foundation that will eventually this season determine my future in this league. So uh, putting everything in its proper perspective, I think, is the adjustment I'm trying to make going from being a, a backup player to now being a starter. Um, Kurt, I think we, we all know the specific and number of rece- new receivers that you have, who left, who's new, and that you're going to have Jay in your ear rather than Sean. But can you offer a quarterback's perspective of really to what extent all that requires an adjustment or fine-tuning? How big of a deal is that in the time frame you have? With Jay Collin plays and new players? Yes, and, yeah, as well. Yes, exactly. Sure. Uh, turnovers are part of this league. I think about 8 out of 32 head coaches get, get let go every year, and players are constantly changing. So you're going to have a lot of attrition. And, um, you know, we've been fortunate to have some continuity, but uh, this year we, we do have some changes. And so... We're going to show, hopefully, that we're a mature football team and that we handled those changes well and we were able to keep moving forward uh, in the right direction. But I feel good about where we are in terms of the, the, the talent that's there on the field. I feel good about Jay calling plays and, and running this offense. So um, there's enough firepower there. There's enough people in place that we've just got to fine-tune and all get on the same page and use this time, these next six weeks, behind the scenes to, to build that so that come week one, we're a well-oiled machine and ready to go. Kirk, Paul, Woody, Richmond Times Dispatch. Um, you've played under a one-year contract before. What, what did you learn in, in the past situation that you think will help you in this situation? And what do you go? What's the process you go through when you're sure. under a one-year deal? So the question was just, what have I learned going through a one-year contract from last year, now doing it again this year? And I talk about building reps and trying to get better through reps. And I certainly have reps now at, at playing on a one-year deal, so that helps. And uh, I think it was a a good season last year. I don't think it, it played any factor into how I played or how we played. Um, and the fact of the matter is so many of my teammates, critical teammates to the success of this team uh, are also on one-year deals. So we're kind of all in that boat together. So I think that helps. And um, uh, hopefully we can all have great years and uh, give the Redskins a lot of options come the offseason. They're, they're on one-year deals, but there's so much attention paid yours. How do you make sure that, and again, what lessons did you learn from last year to make sure that it doesn't get to you even in private moments? Yeah, I think the lesson I learned is the same lesson I learned as a senior in high school when I played my high school senior year with zero scholarship offers. The same thing I learned my senior year of college when I played with a, wondering if I'd get to go to the NFL. If you win football games, everything else takes care of itself, and that's a beautiful thing. So 
all we have to do, all I have to do, all anybody with a one-year deal has to do is focus on winning football games. And if you do that, there's going to be plenty of opportunities down the road. So uh, the focus never really has to change from that standpoint. Kirk, yeah. Going back and just looking at last year with fresh eyes, I guess a self-evaluation of the season and maybe what, what were some of your ultimate takeaways that you pulled from that process? I think self-evaluation is a, a plays a big role in our development as players. We have to go back and be critical and, and watch the film and be honest and, and uh, open to criticism and to take coaching. So absolutely, you go back and look at last You go back the season and look at where you can improve because you don't want the mistakes to repeat themselves. So um, the area that I've continued to say, and, and I'll maybe sound like a broken record, but I, I want to be better in situational awareness. And uh, if I can do that throughout this season, I think uh, the final result will be an improved player from last year. And um, I think it's the next step in my development. Uh, Pierre and, and Deshaun obviously are gone. Uh, Josh is is will play this year. Terrell is prior is here. How important to a quarterback is height and a receiver? Um, height is is an advantage if, if you can use it to your advantage, I guess. You know, you got to be able to uh, put the ball in the right spot where your guy can catch it. Um, he's got to be able to adjust to the football and make those tough catches uh, at a high point. Um, so that's what the reps in practice are all about is developing that rapport and learning how to do that very consistently against tight coverage. Um, but it certainly can be used to our advantage if, if we get better at it. And um, we'll see you know, if we can do that over the next six weeks. Kirk, you guys obviously did lose a lot of... It makes a lot of sense. The two elements that you kind of hear from Kirk Cousins so far, the off-the-field one, that's him playing on a one-year contract, what he learned from that last year, and then the on-the-field one certainly can impact in the differences in receivers. I think it's going to be huge to lose Pierre Garçon. Don't know how much Deshaun Jackson's going to be an impact, but obviously the taller element of the receiving core is going to be important, Matt. Uh, yeah, you know, we, we kind of cut it off because he goes on. This was about a 20, 25-minute press conference. And pretty much, I mean, I think it's just, you know, the the same old, same old. The contract's not going to bother him. He's probably done talking about it. You know, people, new people will try and ask him about it, and he'll just say the same stuff, not really worried about it. Um, I, I think, though, the key is that he's got to get the chemistry down. He's got to learn to throw to the taller receivers. And I just think – you know, he's got to have Jordan. Everybody's got to have their security blanket. And, uh, you know, we're still early in training camp, but it's a, you know, it would be nice for him to have his guy. Yeah. And he made a good point because he has been here before. This is his second year on the one year tag, but it seems like he's drawing parallels from when he was in high school. He said he didn't have any scholarship offers when he was in high school. So essentially, that is the same theme of having a one year deal. And he was worried about whether or not he would get drafted his last year at Michigan State. So. He's finding resources in his past to be able to learn from and improve upon and to draw some lessons from. And like he said, I mean, if, if he wins, it's no worries. If this is a 10-win team and they go to the playoffs, I think everything's going to take care of itself. Uh, yeah, and he also mentioned his van, which he drove here. Uh, so I think that's kind of funny. This is uh, Shades of Alfred Morris when he had his beat-up jalopy here. And uh, everybody's like, well, wait, you're an NFL player. Why do you have that car? But, like, he's loyal. So yeah. uh, Kirk Cousins talked about driving on his van, talked about getting closer and closer to being a father. That's obviously something that we'll have to watch out for when his wife is due and how that lines up with the week. I mean, I, I'm assuming they're going to try and make sure that he's there playing. 
But sometimes things happen, and maybe time-wise, he's not there. So that'll be interesting. He does. He did mention he's like, oh, Philip Rivers has like eight kids, and he's still an NFL quarterback, so I could do it with one. And we'll keep airing these pressers for you all throughout the Midday Show and all of our coverage here live from Richmond. But that'll do it for our presser segment when we come back. It's time for some position battles. We'll be breaking down some key generic position battles to watch if you stop by Redskins training camp. Keep it here. This is the Midday Show, ESPN 950-1027 FM. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is Sports Phone with Big Al, presented by City Dogs Hot Dogs on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. This is Big Al, and I'm sitting here with the barbecue baron of the boulevard and West Broad, and that's Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. Tell us, if you would, what you've learned from traveling around. Lots of technique, and that's always important. That's why you travel, and that's why you look at styles and and, and uh, pits, and, and it only took uh, 20 years to get going. You've even researched barbecue recipes back 150 years? Some of the recipes that we use... Mm-hmm. Uh, go back 150 years. You know, barbecue is barbecue. It's uh, If it's made with wood or charcoal, it's real barbecue. They were doing that during the caveman era. It's just different styles and different equipment and different methods began to be used by, especially in different states. Mm-hmm. You'll see a big difference in the way things are cooked yeah. and the sauces that they use. It's an interesting thing. And, and then you have to develop something that's yours. That's what we've done. Two locations in town, as you know, 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street for Buzzing as Real Barbecue. There are nearly 7 million drug addicts in the United States. If you're addicted, if your husband or wife, son or daughter are addicted, here's a sobering fact. Most of these 7 million will stay addicted because only one in seven addicts will get treatment. And that means 6 million won't. If you're addicted, it's not easy to ask for help. It's hard to admit you need treatment, but to recover, you know you're going to need to ask for that help. You know you're going to need to get that treatment. And now it's time to get started. Call and talk with a representative from a treatment center or rehab facility. Don't be embarrassed. Don't be ashamed. But don't do nothing. End addiction. Some insurance plans help pay for the cost of treatment. Check your policy and call your agent. Ending addiction starts with one private, no-obligation call. Your life is not over. There are things you still need to do. End addiction. 1-800-431-1896. 1-800-431-1896. 1-800-431-1896. Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is now offering a preferred customer program. Receive guaranteed same-day service, no overtime charges for night and weekend emergency calls, no travel fees, and 10% off all services rendered. Preferred Plus will provide convenience, savings, and peace of mind with annual plumbing and HVAC inspections, cleanings, and tune-ups. Give us a call at 804-746-5853 or online at HermanAllenPlumbingInc.com. Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling is a division of Bantams Plumbing and has been serving Central Virginia for more than 50 years. If you're in the market for a brand new or even a used Chevrolet, Dale Mugford of Royal Chevrolet says, come on by and visit. See what they have for you on the lot and inside with their 25,000 square foot air-conditioned indoor showroom. That's right. Up to 60 vehicles inside. Since 1971, they are family-owned by the Mugford family. They take pride in the quality of service and sales that they offer at Royal Chevrolet. And, of course, they have one of the largest vehicle inventories around at Royal Chevrolet. So come by and see them while Central Virginia customers keep coming back to Royal Chevrolet. This is Big Al, and I'm sitting here with the barbecue baron of the boulevard and West Broad, and that's Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. You have a great bar area at West Broad location, 8205 West Broad. Oh, yeah. And I know you have uh, 70 different 
bourbons? Is that Just it? about 70. Well, they're yeah. bourbons and American whiskeys. I have selected each one of those personally by sampling every single bottle that goes and you did in it all that in bar. one day. Didn't no, you? no, 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 no. It takes a while. <laughs> we give you value for your money. Uh, there's no other 100% wood cooked barbecue around here. When you have somebody who's at the helm, who really cares about what goes on and what goes out, cares about his customers, who hasn't changed a process or a recipe since he's been in business. It's that undying, uncompromising spirit that Buzz and Ed's has uh, that will, will never go away as long as I'm here. City Dogs voted one of the 10 best hot dog restaurants in Virginia by bestthingsinvirginia.com. Stop by and see for yourself, 1309 West Main Street or 1316 East Cary Street. The Ford Summer Sales Event is in full swing. Is your truck going to be able to handle all these pavers for the patio? No problem. The F-150 has got a high-strength military-grade aluminum alloy body. Oh. With best-in-class payload, the F-150 can handle the work you need it to. Remember when I had a high-strength military-grade body? <laughs> I don't, actually. It's always a good Take on summer right with Ford, America's best-selling brand, during the Ford Summer Sales Event. Hurry and get our hottest offers during the Ford Summer Sales Event, like 0% financing for 60 months on select Ford F-150s. Plus, get an additional $1,000 on top of your trade-in. Offer ends July 31st. Best-selling based on 2016 sales when properly equipped. Class is full-size pickups under 8,500 pounds. GVWR based on Ford segmentation. Not all buyers qualify for Ford credit financing. 60 months at $1,667 per month for $1,000 finance regardless of down payment. Trade assist cash requires trade-in of 95 or newer vehicle or lease terminated 30 days prior to or 90 days after new retail delivery. Not available on Raptor. See dealer or go to buyfordnow.com for complete details. Take new retail delivery from dealer stock by July 31st, 2017. The key to success? Keep it simple. Especially when it comes to hiring. And nobody makes it easier than Indeed.com. Post a job in minutes. Set up screener questions. Manage your candidates from one dashboard. According to an independent study, five times more hires are made through Indeed than any other job site. New users claim your $50 credit to post a sponsored job at Indeed.com slash credit. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Terms, conditions, and quality standards apply. Here's the scoop on garden soil. Sometimes it needs help from the Home Depot, where bags of miracle Grow garden soil are a special buy, three for just 10 bucks. It improves existing soil with nutrients plants need for stronger roots, so they'll hit the ground running, starting with much better ground. Miracle Grow Garden Soil. Three bags, 10 bucks. Now at the number one retailer for Scott's Miracle Grow. The Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Ballot through August 2nd. While supplies last, contiguous US only, limit 80 per customer. Come to the new fan event, Celebration in the End Zone. Tuesday, August 1st from 5 to 8 p.m. after camp. Visit Celebration in the End Zone on Facebook for ticket info. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. The Redskins are in the RVA, meaning it's time to break down the big position battles and forecast the team's depth chart. It is time for the position battles, formerly sponsored by Wawa. We were trying to get them back. Well, listen, I'm just saying. Uh, I'm just saying. It was formerly, it's the segment formerly known as the Wawa position battles. Scrambling for dipping dots. You're trying to get the Wawa game on. Listen, I'm just trying to help out whoever I can. Uh, all right, so today, so normally each day we will do a position. We'll break it down. We'll play some sound bites. Uh, today, since it's day one of camp and really nobody has separated themselves that much, 
Let's kind of go over what we're looking for here. I'll start things out, and, I mean, I'll go with the obvious one. Uh, we've talked about with George Wallace, I think running back. I think the I think we know who's going to make the roster at running back. I don't know if uh, we're going to know the order. You've got Rob Kelly, uh, and and uh, Jay Gruden spoke glowingly of Rob Kelly yesterday. Rob. He said, "Oh, he's the, he, you know we call him Fat Rob, but he doesn't look Fat Rob. He's look he's very much in shape." You've got uh, Samaje Pirine. You've got uh, Keith Marshall. You've got, uh, I feel like Mac Brown's still hanging around. He's always been on the roster. And you've got Samaje Pirine, and you've got uh, Matt Jones. And there's a small part of me, Andrew, who wants to say maybe Matt Jones has a really good camp, and he gets back in the good graces, and he stays on this depth chart. Do you think that that's the case, or you think he's simply practicing for another team right now? I think he is practicing for another team, but I'm appreciative of your optimism. I won't disagree with it too much, but I, like I said, I do think that he's the low man on the totem pole this year. It's just... It may not be the actual problems with fumbles. I know he does have a fumbling problem. I'm not denying that. But the perception of his fumbling problem, I think, has grown to a whole nother level, and it's kind of taken over his reputation. But it's, it is going to be a kind of three-man rotation, I think, at one point. You're going to see Chris Thompson on more of the passing plays. He's going to be kind of a scat back, so to speak. Rob Kelly, I think, will be doing the bulk of the work at first, and then you'll have Samaje P. Ryan in there kind of finishing things off. Although, there was a lot of talk last year about the speed of Keith Marshall. That was kind of like a theme of one of the days last year. Hey, yeah, it was Keith Marshall. It's almost like the Brandon Banks effect. Like, oh, somebody's really fast. He's going to be really good. But that doesn't necessarily translate. Plus, uh, Marshall got hurt last year, so it's not like his mm-hmm. health was 100%. Um, I-, I think he could be in the mix, but I feel like, you know, uh, you know, and there's Mac Brown. Yeah, you, Mac Brown, you, who they love. Every year, he's on the roster somehow. You get enamored with sp- next-level speed in the NFL because it is such a fast sport, but you're right. It's tough to kind of discern exactly where Keith Marshall stands. And I do like Mac Brown. I mean, he is a very cool guy to talk to. He had that huge preseason game in Tampa oh, Bay. Don't yeah. forget about that, man. The Marcus Mason effect. Yeah. When Marcus Mason had that huge game for the Redskins, and everybody's like, he's the answer at running back. No, he's not. So, all right, what are you looking at? I'm looking at the safeties. And this morning I was kind of seeing a two-man game at the Strong Safety spot, Earl Wolf and Sua Cravens were getting the majority of the reps. And then DJ Swearinger obviously was getting the bulk by himself at free safety. It's an important group mainly because the changes that are there. Sua Cravens locked in at that position now, something that we've talked about earlier on in the program. That was a coaching decision. The coaches came to Sue and they said, we want you to play safety. He's obviously very comfortable with that spot. I kind of thought it was a little unfair for them to put him in that star role, the star is kind of a term for a hybrid, a safety linebacker hybrid. I thought it was a little unfair. In it's his a novel year. concept to have safeties playing safeties and not having corners come over and try and learn safety, isn't it? It is mind-blowing when you want to play a guy at just one position. Exactly. You want your safeties to actually be safeties instead of cornerbacks or linebackers. Now, look, Cravens has experience playing safety, so I'm making a joke, but you know, his transition's a little easier than D'Angelo Hall coming over from corner and playing safety. It's a valid and a good joke, though, because I think the real criticism of Joe Barry was he was too creative for his own good. I think he tried to do too many things that just didn't really work, and at the end of the day, he didn't put guys in position to make plays, which is something that I've heard so far, at least in my interactions with the defensive guys I spoke with, Earl Wolf, Sue Cravens, and Ryan Kerrigan, that Greg Minuski is running a similar scheme. It's just simplified. So the safety group is definitely something I'm 
watching, I think, those three names. And then Will Blackman, obviously, are Love keys Will Blackman. to watch. We do like Will Blackman a lot. He was probably one of the best interviews that we did yeah. last year. Love Will Blackman. A great talker, and uh, we'll try and definitely get him uh, in on the booth. Um, so, here's the, so here's the thing. Uh, here's a battle that I'm kind of interested in. I mean, it's not so much a battle, but like Colt McCoy and Nate Sudfeld, the love affair with both. Because we have to potentially prepare for the fact that next year in 2018, one of them could be the starter. Look at you playing chess over there. I'm just saying, I mean, if you're coming out here and you, I mean, obviously everybody's going to watch Kirk, but if you watch Colt and you watch Nate Sudfeld, you could be seeing your quarterback next year. I was watching a little bit of Nate Sudfeld in the other field throwing passes and some wobblers. I mean, that was a problem last year in training camp. His touch wasn't great, but everybody seems to love it. He's got the measurables. And uh, everything else about him seems good, but it's just the fact of one of them could be your starter next year. I think the Redskins like them because they're so different. Colt McCoy's kind of a game manager type of player who can just go out there and pick up wins. Obviously, everyone references the Cowboys game where he was able to go down to Dallas and take care of that business for Washington. But Sudfeld, as Matt said, more of a measurable guy. He's kind of riding so far, at least in our eyes or my eyes, his NFL tenure due to the fact that he's so tall and he's able to kind of stand in the pocket and hold his ground. And he seems to be the type of guy who, when he gets hit, can maybe shake off some hits or something like that. Right. And I, 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 I'm, t- I'm saying this tongue in cheek because obviously Kirk is the starter, but, um, well, we, you know, I, I'll be watching Colt and Nate to see who separates themselves. Here's the thing about the position battles, and we'll get more into the I- individual positions, but I think a lot of things are determined uh, in regards to the starters, I think we're now looking at who are the guys that we want to latch on to. Like when I latched on to uh, uh, the Hoffman kid out of BYU. Cody, to, yeah. To, yeah, Cody Hoffman. And, like, I feel like you you, you're, you, you kind of know the groups. There are a lot of people. It's more about the order, per se. Like, we know the offensive line. We know the linebacking core for the most part. Mm. Um, and it's just about how they're going to line up in terms of the depth chart. I think it's also a little bit about the young guys, too, as well. And you mentioned Cody Hoffman. I believe he was a rookie that year that you were fascinated Yeah, oh, yeah, he was an undrafted free agent. It's just you watch a guy and you're like, ooh, he catches passes, he does this. Right, so there's a couple of players at established positions that are already interesting from that aspect. You look at Jeremy Sprinkle, who George Wallace highlighted earlier in our 12 o'clock hour, and at the tight end spot, obviously the Redskins are stacked at that spot. But they use a draft pick on Jeremy Sprinkle, so it'll be kind of interesting to see where he fits in. He might even need to stand out in a giant way in order to even make this roster. And then you look at an undrafted guy like Nico Marley, who for some reason, obviously the storyline about being related to Bob Marley is huge, but for some reason I've heard a lot of positive things about him as well at a linebacking group that got a lot better so far in this offseason. And the final one is an injured guy that we may or may not see, probably not, Fabian Moreau here at training camp because he's in a cornerback group that is, in my opinion, pretty darn good. I know they weren't quite as good as maybe people hoped for them to be last year, but I think they're a pretty good cornerback group. So those are rookies that are in position groups that I think are already solid enough. I think in, in past years we've had more questions when it comes to groups of this team, and I feel like a lot of those questions, for some reason, this year, that's not the case. Uh, you know, the team is uh, in good hands in terms of who uh, is going to be there. Uh, you know, we'll get more in-depth into each position uh, as we go along. But uh, as a big overview this year, I think uh, I think this is one of the first years the Redskins know what they have. They may not necessarily know the order, but they know what they have. 
Uh, 6220950 is the phone number, 6389508 is the text line. Tweet us at midmajormat at AWOL ESPN. Nats are up 9-1 to one in the fourth inning. Uh, they got uh, four consecutive home runs in the third. Brian Goodwin, Wilmer Defoe, Bryce Harper, and Ryan Zimmerman back-to-back-to-back-to-back. Were you surprised when you heard that this hitting streak for Bryce Harper in 19 games was a career high? Did that shock you, or were you just kind of – I mean, 19's good. 19's a lot. Uh, not really. I mean, it's tough to have nine. I mean, he's you know, I, I he's had his hot stretches, but to go nineteen straight games is a little different. Um, I was shocked to see Strasburg on the DL, but I, I understand that that's just a precautionary thing. And Eric Fetty, the heralded prospect that's now left, uh, is starting Saturday for the Nats. This is I I, I don't want to overemphasize it, but this is a this was a big game today. Got to get a victory against the Brewers. The Rockies are coming to town. That's a tough series. Uh, we called it the playoff contender week for the Nats at home, and losing the first two wasn't good. I guess I was really surprised because with the hit streak talking point because also Mike Trout only has 17 games for his career hit streak. That's his career long. So the two kind of superstars in baseball haven't really been able to do something mind-blowing in terms of hit streak, and we had Jackie Bradley Jr. do what he did last year. Right. So. Uh, let's transition a little bit. We'll go around the league. Uh, the big story here. All right, we'll take a timeout. El Clasco comes to Miami Saturday with Real Madrid taking on Barcelona, 7.55 p.m. Eastern. Don't miss any of the action on ESPN, ESPN Deportes, in Spanish on ESPN2, and streaming live on the ESPN app. Still to come, our Around the League segment and a segment with Charlie Casserly at 1.45. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Are you empowered? If not, it's easy to get yourself empowered so you can do more and do it faster with a Bobcat M-Series loader from Bobcat of Richmond and Ashland. Bobcat of Richmond and Ashland invites you to check out the M-Series features that let you do more work with one machine. Features like stronger hydraulics, a bigger, more comfortable cab, greater operator comfort, and all-around superior performance. So get empowered with a Bobcat M-Series loader. Stop by your authorized Bobcat dealership, Bobcat of Richmond and Ashland. Visit bobcatofrichmond.com or call them at 752-4999. Hey, folks, this is Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue with the second Barbecue Minute. The subject today, real barbecue. According to the USDA and real barbecuers like me, real barbecue is meat or poultry that is cooked with wood or charcoal as the only heat and smoke source. Sorry, but gas, electricity, steaming, and boiling, some of the favorites of individuals and restaurants who make what I call cheater barbecue, just can't make the real stuff. Using 100% wood or wood charcoal paired with wood chunks or chips imparts a deep down smokiness without dishonor the traditional methods of real barbecue. Go the extra mile to your favorite store and buy an all-wood smoker or pit with an offset firebox. Pick up some natural chunk charcoal or fresh-cut hickory branches and commence to barbecuing for real. Keep the traditions of real barbecue alive like we do down on the boulevard at Buzz and Ned's. Go put a hurting on that cheating neighbor's stuff he calls barbecue. Just announced by our friends at Pearson Honda, home of the good people, 14,001 Hall Street Road, two miles west of 288 deals, too good to beat. How about 0% financing on 2017 Honda Accords? That's right, 0% up to 60 months. This includes the hybrids as well. How about the 2016 Fit, 0.9% for 72 months? How about them apples? Pearson Honda. See the dealer now for details. Make sure you do that. And again, they're located 14,001 Hall Street Road. 
and in PearsonHonda.com on the internet. Home of the good people, Pearson Honda. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's Mitchell Bradley. It is 135, Washington Nationals in action this afternoon. They are currently in the lead in their contest as they wrap up a series with Milwaukee. 12-1 the score. That game only in the bottom of the fourth inning. Bryce Harper has hit two home runs so far in the contest. Ryan Zimmerman is so far two for three. The Washington Redskins on the field again this afternoon starting at 3 o'clock for a full practice. They had a walkthrough this morning that lasted about 45 minutes. Our coverage live from the Bonsacore Training Center continues until 6 o'clock on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Locally, the Squirrels back in action tonight after losing 5-3 at the Diamond yesterday. They open a four-game set with Erie off of the Boulevard. First pitch is at 6.35. John Rothstein of CBS Sports reporting that Virginia will take on Monmouth November the 19th. That will be part of the pre season NIT. You're up to date now in the Richmond Sports Center, 136 the time, live at Washington Redskins training camp. Mitchell Bradley on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. This Sports Center update brought to you exclusively by Town Bank. Town Bank, this is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC, townbank.com. Our vacation in a Virginia State Park was a wonderful idea. The lodge is beautiful and it has so much room. And the kids are having such a great time. And Mark and I even have time for just the two of us. This has been a wonderful experience and we've never felt so close as a family. We'd love for you to join us. Love, Virginia. For more information, call 800-933-PARK. We're ready whenever Sponsored our guest is here. by the Virginia Department of Conservation and Recreation, the Virginia Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Buzz from Buzz and Ned's here, reminding you that you haven't tried real barbecue until you've tried Buzz and Ned's real barbecue. Stugats. How much does the, uh, does, does the watch cost? <laughs> this show would melt a breathalyzer with secondhand alcoholism. <laughs> the Dan Lebatar Show. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins Training Camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. from Washington Redskins Training Camp on ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Our coverage is brought to you by Patient First, Lexus of Richmond, and City Dogs Hot Dogs. Welcome back. It is the Midday Show, ESPN 950. Matt Josephs, Andrew Wallace here. Uh, we uh, momentarily will have our guests uh, joining us here. Uh, Charlie Castley from the NFL Network. Uh, let's go around the league a little bit here and talk about some of the, sta- uh, the state guys that we're going to have our eyes on. Um, Andrew and I were kind of having like a little mini draft. And I, I mean, I, I had the first pick, so I had to go with the most obvious one of anybody that anytime you have a basketball player in a football camp, that's got to be the number one draft pick, Andrew. And I am dying to read any headlines or any sound bites from Mo Alley Cox and finding out how he, as a basketball player, can make the transition to football. It's one of the big storylines in Richmond right now just because of the oddness of it. And it's certainly unique in the idea that Mo could actually make this team because he actually has received a lot of attention over the course of his basketball career as a football prospect. Certainly doesn't have the experience there, but is a great athlete, is a great person, very intelligent guy, certainly got the degrees and the criteria to succeed. 
Um, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly looking forward to that, especially the, with the fact that, uh, you know, anytime we can get VCU in the news, we will certainly be able to do so. Um, Andrew, what, uh, who's, uh, give me somebody you're looking forward to. I'm looking forward to Isaiah Ford for the Dolphins because I really think that he was underrated in college at Virginia Tech, setting an immense amount of hokey school records, was one of the better receivers in the ACC last year. I really think he can be a guy who goes up and gets it for Ryan Tannehill. Uh, 622-0950 is the phone number, 638-9508 is the text line. Tweet us at MidMajorMatt and at uh, AWOL ESPN. But um, anytime we can have a, a Redskins legend in the booth, we will certainly do so. Um, NFL Network's Inside Training Camp Live airs through August 9th, providing nine hours of live continuous coverage each day starting at 10 o'clock Eastern. Uh, you can see our guest on TV. Follow him on Twitter, at Charlie Casserly. Charlie, how's it going? Uh, great, great to be with you. Great to have you out here. Um, training camp. What was training camp like when you were with the Redskins? Well, it it, it went in stages because I was there 23 years. My first training camp, we went in right after July 4th and came out at Labor Day. We had six preseason games, almost all two a days. Okay, so that's one thing. Um, then uh, uh, I didn't I didn't work under these rules now, where it's basically one a day. Uh, so we had two a day practices. Some days we had one-a-day practices. Sometimes we had night practices. And uh, we always trained away. Uh, we trained in Carlisle, Pennsylvania for a long time, and then we went to Frostburg and trained there. So we were used to training in the mountains in a cooler time. You had hot days, but, uh, but you had a lot of great nice days too. So uh, we didn't really deal with the heat as much. What do you think about getting away for training camp, like the Redskins coming down to Richmond? Well, I've always been in favor of it. Uh, I thought it was a good bonding experience. But a lot has to do, too, with the, uh, the operation of the facilities that you have, uh, especially now with the technology and, and everyone depending upon technology. And I can't get service here, okay? <laughs> that doesn't work, okay? <laughs> you got to get service. So, uh, but teams do it. Redskins do it. You know, there are a number of teams that still go away. Uh, you don't go away maybe as long as you used to because you don't have as many practices. But I like the fact that we went away when I was in Washington. Your line earlier was it's more of a one-a-day what do you think yeah. that coaches are trying to achieve with these walkthroughs that happen in the morning? Well, it's a mental thing. Uh, it's you know, it's 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 a teaching phase. Let let's uh, put it on the board. Let's put on film. So we sit in the classroom, we see it. Some people learn that way. Uh, then we go out and we redo it again and we walk through it physically. Some people, that's the best way they learn. I think all of the components are important to learning. Some people learn it better certain different ways, but you're walking through things. And you're, you're simulating practice because this is what you're going to do. And you're getting ahead of when you go into the contact because you can eliminate some of that walkthrough time. The big storyline is obviously Kirk Cousins' contract here at camp. And you've been a proponent on Twitter kind of talking about the parallels between Derek Carr's contract and how that could be a standard for the Redskins. Obviously, that does not happen as a long-term deal. Do you think that this is something that in the future will get done for Washington, a Kirk Cousins long-term deal? Well, I, when I was doing this for real, I couldn't predict negotiations, <laughs> and I was ha and I was half of it. Okay, yeah, so, of it, yeah. uh, there, there's some bizarre things that happen. I, I think Kirk wants to see what the market is, and, and I think it's anybody's guess what happens. You've you got some top quarterbacks coming out in the draft, so some of these teams that quote might be looking at Kirk, they're looking at a five million dollar quarterback next year who hasn't proven themselves, as opposed to maybe a twenty five million dollar quarterback. Ownership might say, let's try that five million dollar guy first. So. Uh, it, it's hard to see what the market is from here. Uh, it, it, no one knows what the market this year, uh, this, right now for next year is. Do you think that the quarterback position for the Redskins moving forward is worth it enough for them to get a big 
deal, or do you think the pieces maybe aren't quite there around him to merit them signing him to? Well, let me say this. If he's not here, who's your quarterback, and what are you going to look like then, see? And, and that's it. So he, he is the best option they have. He's a, young, a good young man. He's a leader. He's improved every year. I don't think he's reached his ceiling yet. Uh, they've proven they could win a division with him. Uh, they've proven they could get to the final game of the year to battle for a playoff spot with him. So those are the things. If this defense had been better, they probably would have won another division title. Let's look at this roster right now. What, how do you think of the Redskins roster as it currently constitutes is going to be in terms of this division? It, well, explain the question. And how do you do? You like the Redskins roster as it currently is? Do they have a lot of holes in your mind? Well, the, 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 this is what they're going to play with first of all. So you're not going to see any changes that are going to be much different as we go forward. All right. So that's number one. Number two, uh, I think they're on paper third in the division. Now, that being said, they. They're playing the Giants into the fourth quarter last year to go to the playoffs. And, and most people have got the Giants as one of the Super Bowl favorites. Not most people, but it's certainly out there a lot. Uh, the defense is better. Uh, they've got more competition and better talent on defense than they've had here in recent years. Are they a good defense yet? I'm not ready to say that, but they're better. Offensively, can they avoid taking a step back, especially in the first part of the year, as Pryor gets used to the system and Doshin gets used to the system playing in games okay, with Kirk Cousins? Uh, both of them have talent, and both can be productive uh, with Cousins as a quarterback. Uh, you know, Jordan Reed's a wild card. Uh, was I surprised he was hurt? Sure, because I didn't know anything about it. Um, was I surprised he got hurt? No. He's going to get hurt. He's at that. He, that he is a guy who's going to miss games, and you have to try to manage him to get him through, and that's where he is. When he's on the field, he's unstoppable. What do you think of Jay Gruden as a head coach? I like Jay. I think Jay has done the things that as a head coach – you want to see somebody do. After year one, he made changes, and he assessed things. Now, just because you make changes doesn't mean you're a good coach. But most coaches fail because they don't make changes. It's hard to hire a staff and get it right the first time because you can't hire everybody because of the rules. He made significant changes. He's made changes again. So I think that's positive. I think you can see he's, he's grown in his uh, press conferences. Okay? They, 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 were, they were more uh, entertaining uh, than they were – uh, where they are right now. And, you know, his job is not to be an entertainer. His job is to be a football coach. So he's grown there. Uh, I think he understands the role of a head coach. I think he understands the big picture. I think he can evaluate town. So I've seen a guy grow as a head coach, and that's what you want to see. Um, Jay Gruden, if they don't make the playoffs, it won't be because of, because of Jay Gruden. The two specific coaching changes, obviously, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, you had Matt Cavanaugh on the offensive side, a promotion for him from quarterback to coach, and then on the defensive side, Greg Minuski. What do you think of those two guys? Well, I, I think – Jay's going to call the plays. So that, that, you know, and certainly it's nice that Matt's the uh, uh, offensive coordinator, but Jay's going to call the plays. Um, and he's done that before. So it's not like that this, he hasn't called the plays before. Um, I like Minuski. Uh, Minuski in San Francisco did a good job. He was creative. He was imaginative. He did a good job with game planning. He uh, did a good job matching up with people, uh, being creative on his blitzes. Uh, and that defense performed better than the talent he had. I don't know what happened at Indy. I don't know how much say he had in, with acquiring the talent. Uh, whether he was called, I don't know about that. I know in San Francisco he did a good job when he was in this position. One of the things I'm going to be watching out for this year is if Kirk can really get back to the play-action game because I think they might have gotten away from it a little more than they wanted to over the past year, and that being affected by the rotation of the running backs. Do you think that that's something that the coaching staff's going to look at this year? Well, I think you're going to see more of the balls downfield than you did. I think uh, Sean McVay was more of a guy uh, get the ball short. I think Cousins at times, especially in the first half of the year, was too conservative with the football. Uh, I think he was cutting his reads short. 
uh, and, and dumping the ball off before guys downfield got open. I had a chance to get open. So I, I look for more of, of a deeper ball game. I don't think it's going to be a deep ball game, but they're going to more deep balls, being more aggressive downfield. And, and I think that's something that uh, uh, I think you'll see, and, and the play-action game is part of it. I think uh, uh, maybe more of an emphasis on the running game too. I think Kelly will be number one, but, but P. Ryan P. Ryan's a good back. And in his own system, this guy could gain 1,000 yards. Now we'll see what he does here. NFL Network's Inside Training Camp Live airs through August 9th. Nine hours of live continuous coverage each day starting at 10 o'clock Eastern. Charlie Cassley of the NFL Network. Follow him on Twitter at Charlie Cassley. Let's go around the league a little bit. How would you, as a general manager, have handled the Lucky Whitehead situation? Well, it, it's impossible to answer the question because I don't know all the facts. We know the fact is it's, it appears that there was a, a false identity here. But all I've done is read about it. I haven't talked to anybody about it. It appears there have been... You know, he was left off a plane trip last year. That's pretty serious, okay, uh, on that. And uh, so I don't know what the rest of the story is. Clearly, it appears he's innocent here. Now, he didn't tell him uh, about, you know, I guess the arrest that he got or the warrant, et cetera. That's a mistake. So you don't know if this is the tip of the iceberg and the last straw with Dallas um, or Dallas just spoke too soon. So I don't know. I have no idea. Let's talk about the Patriots, the class of the uh, of the NFL. What makes them so good year after year? Well, Belichick, it starts with him. People say Brady, but it starts with Belichick. Brady's record, he was 10-5 and five, um, with uh, Matt Castle as a quarterback, and then uh, actually 11-5 because Brady didn't finish the game. Whether you want to say 10-11 wins there. And then last year they were 3-1 and one, uh, without Brady, but the one loss was the Brissette. And if Garoppolo plays, they're probably 4-0. Oh. So, you know, you're talking about a guy that officially, okay, with Brady not as a starter, is up thirteen and six, so uh, no question the guy's a hell of a football coach. Now Brady takes you to another level, uh, and and, you ha- and there's no question and that that's a credit to Tom Brady. But um, you know what what they've done when Brady's not been in there is pretty impressive. Buccaneers are receiving a lot of attention as the up and coming team in the NFL. Do you agree with that? And if not, who would your up and coming team be in the NFL? Well, I agree with they are. I mean, they were close last year. I think they went to the last weekend. Uh, and, and didn't make it. Uh, you know, John, Deshaun Jackson can help them. How will he react with the money now? You know, he played hard when he, when he, when he needed the money at the end of last year for the contract. Let's see how he plays now when he's got the money. Um, you know, Watson has to cut down on the turnovers, uh, something that plagued him in college, but he's got a lot of ability. He can make special throws. You'd like to think he uh, makes another year. So I think they've gotten better there. Uh, I think Chris Baker will help him on the pass rush, use him in a rotation. Uh, you know, they're, they're on the edge. And, and really, it's, it, this might be the year they get, oh, take the next step. Still weird to say the L.A. Chargers. What do you think of that move? You mean going to L.A.? Yes. Well, I don't know that much. I, I know they've been trying to get a stadium for a long time. Um, the, the Chargers' point is the city didn't come up with a viable option, which the league said. The city's point is, well, you never don't, you wouldn't donate enough money to do it. So um, I, don't, I don't know who's to blame on it. Uh, I know that it's going to be interesting if they can support two franchises in Los Angeles. Uh, now, I guess you can support them. It's how much money you're going to make yeah. probably is the way to look at the thing. But I like the charge. I think they're a dark horse for the playoffs. Uh, they've got some good proponents on defense. They can rush the passer. I think they can cover a corner. And uh, they've hopefully bolstered their offensive line. They've got a good receiving core, running back. And, and, and Phil uh, uh, Rivers. Rivers, excuse me. Uh, has played really played really well at the beginning of last year. Kind of fell off the end of the year, uh, but I still have confidence in him. So they're a dark horse to make the playoffs. We saw a story about 
Robert Griffin III working out with the Chargers. What's your take on him? Do you think he deserves to be on an NFL roster? I, I, I think teams are reluctant because of the injury factor with him. Uh, he's not uh, durable. Uh, my opinion, I think he's proven that uh, he, he cannot be successful in a drop-back system. So unless you want to have another system and you feel he could make it through uh, taking more hits, uh, I think his days are over. Wrap it up here with Charlie Cassley of the NFL Network. Inside Training Camp Live airs through August 9th, providing nine hours of live continuous coverage each day, each day starting at 10 o'clock a.m. Eastern time. The CTE study that came out, fascinating stuff. Um, what did you, when you were in the NFL, how much was there talk about concussions? Well, the, the CTE stuff came in after I left the NFL as a general manager. Um, I always thought we were very uh, uh, protective and, and, and safe. I know our doctors, first thing you said, if you have one concussion, you're more apt to have another. Um, I thought we never rushed players back, to my knowledge. I know I never wanted to rush them back because, what? first of all, it's not right for the player. Secondly is you're not helping your team because he's not ready to play. So uh, I always thought we were very conservative on it, at least in every decision I was involved in. Do you think the NFL is handling concussions the right way nowadays? I don't know if I'm qualified to say that. I don't know all the things the NFL is doing. I, I think the, they're doing a lot of good things, like the concussion study. I think the things they've done during the game, you've got the sparter up top, you have the neutral physician uh, on the sidelines. The neutral physician has to okay whether the player goes back in when he comes back to play. I, I think they're doing a lot of good things. So I think it's all positive, um, but, it, but it's evolving, and you've got to keep doing them. Uh, so I, I think the NFL has taken the bull by the horns and, and done a good job. And um, uh, without being in the middle of it, I'm not going to comment on the CT study. Uh, I don't have enough knowledge, medical knowledge to have an opinion on it. Charlie Castley of the NFL Network. Follow him on Twitter at Charlie Castley and watch Inside Training Camp Live starting at 10 o'clock Eastern up until through August 9th. Charlie, thank you so much for joining us. And this afternoon from 3 o'clock to 7 o'clock, I'll be out here with the Redskins. Excellent. We thank look forward Charlie. to watching it. Thank you so much, Charlie. Okay, thank you. All right, uh, that'll wrap things up for the midday show. And uh, I want to thank our guest, Charlie Cassidy. I want to thank uh, George Wallace. And uh, we want to thank Kirk Cousins for having his press conference. And we aired it here on ESPN 950. And John Borchardt, of course. And John Borchardt, of course, as we started our opponent previews today. Tomorrow we will do the Los Angeles Rams. And we will have our first segment with Jamie Eisenberg as we talk fantasy football. Uh, for Andrew Wallace, I'm Matt Josephs. You're listening to ESPN 950, 102.7 FM. Live from Washington Redskins training camp, this is the Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue Midday Show with Matt and Andrew. On ESPN 950 and 102.7 FM. Now, a sports reflection from Town Bank. The recommended interval between marathons is 16 weeks, but in 2006, Dean Carnassus ran one per day in each of the 50 states. Town Bank, this is your town. This is your bank. Equal housing lender, member FDIC. Redskins fans, be part of Redskins training camp in Richmond, Virginia. For the fifth straight year, the Burgundy and Gold will train at the state-of-the-art Bon Secours Redskins Training Center, and you can be on the sideline to watch practice in person. Get started Thursday, July 27th. There are 23 open practices, and admission is free. Go to Redskins.com, click on the training camp tab for all the info. Schedules, parking, 23 open practices July 27th through August 13th. Redskins.com has the details. We'll see you in Richmond for Redskins Training Camp 2017. Do you have persistent knee pain? Is knee pain affecting your daily life? You may have an option. Medical researchers are evaluating an investigational device for people who still have knee pain following meniscus surgery. You will receive treatment from an orthopedic surgeon who specializes in sports medicine. 
your physician will monitor your treatment at regular follow-up visits using advanced diagnostic techniques. If you were 30 to 75 years of age, have had meniscus surgery over six months ago, and still have knee pain, you may qualify. Please visit meniscus-trial.com for more information and to find out if you qualify for this clinical research opportunity. Limited space is available, so please visit meniscus-trial.com or call 877-829-4297. We are enrolling participants now at a medical facility near you. Visit meniscus-trial.com or call 877-829-4297. This is Big Al. I'm sitting here with the barbecue baron of the boulevard and West Broad, and that's Buzz from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue. What kind of ribs do you offer them? What's the difference? In Richmond, people prefer the baby back, which mm-hmm. is the comes off the loin side of a pig, which is up top along the back. When you get a loin boned out, you end up with this baby back rib that is just the bones from that loin but we also do spare ribs we also do beef ribs they taste different they have different textures you know we have to have something for everybody you're still uh, you still spend time stoking the wood and you're behind, behind oh, yeah. people can find you at either location this is a uh, an artisanal process that has been handed down for generations. Two locations in town, as you know, 1119 North Boulevard, 8205 West Broad Street for Puzzin' Ned's Real Barbecue. We know City Dogs has the best hot dogs in Richmond, and now voted one of the best hot dogs in Virginia by bestthingsinvirginia.com. With over 70 years of experience, Costume Floors is the only name you need to know when it comes to flooring. Whether it's hardwood, carpet, tile, plank, vinyl, or other fine choices, your best choice is Costume Floors. Services? Again, Costa comes out on top, sanding and refinishing, home installation, interior design, and more. Costa Floors is conveniently located at 9840 Malin Drive off Gaskins Road in the West End. Call Costa at 527-2929 and on the web at costaandfloors.com. Family owned and family run by Richmonders for over 70 quality years. Stop by today. Buzz and Ned's kicks off the summer with a pig-picking party for all the real barbecue fans out there. For the first time anywhere in Virginia, Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue invites you to go hog wild with a traditional down-home all-you-can-eat country pig-picking feast. The last Monday of each month from 6 to 8 p.m., Buzz will be slow cooking up a whole pig, seasoning only fresh hickory-cut logs. Served with plenty of side dishes and fresh brewed iced tea for just $16.95. It's a pork lover's paradise. First come, first served while it lasts. So make sure to arrive early. Details available at buzzandneds.com. Richmond, this is attorney Christian Simpson. Most of you know me as attorney Big Al from 1-800-HURT-123. I know a car accident was definitely not on your summer to-do list. One minute, you're on your way to hang out with friends. The next, you're on the side of the road with a serious injury and no clue as to what to do. Well, here are three things to do right after the accident. First, call the police to get a police report. Second, take pictures of the accident scene and all the vehicles involved. Third, call your lawyer directly from the accident scene. But not just any lawyer, call me, Attorney Big Al at 1-800-HURT-123. That's 1-800-H-U-R-T-123. My only goal is to help you get the justice and recovery you deserve. If there's no recovery, there are no fees or costs. No insurance, that's not a problem. I can still help. You've got nothing to lose, so call me day or night, weekends or holidays at 1-800-HURT-123. That's 1-800-H-U-R-T-123. I'm located at 1108 East Main Street in Richmond. We've got you. Okay, Kevin, for the grand prize of $1 million, what color is the White House? Um, I know this, I know this, I know this. 
Um, five seconds. Oh, switching to Geico could save you a bunch of money on car insurance? Okay, Judge 